This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. A cloud of dust and a hearty high old silver, the Lone Ranger. land of Texas made the fortunes of many early settlers, but the ranchers were unable to protect their herds from the outlaws and rustlers who roamed the new territory. It was the masked rider of the plains who first brought law and order to the frontier. Astride his great horse silver, he fought crime and criminals throughout the range country, and the memory of his deeds will remain as long as the memory of the early West itself. Now return with us once more to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, silver! Hell moved in the setting for Rossville! Let's go to big trouble! It was 
on a Saturday evening that Tonto, the faithful Indian companion of the Lone Ranger, was sitting on the steps of the cafe in Rushville. He paid no attention to the shouts and laughter inside, but directed his gaze toward the edge of town. Finally, the sound of hoofbeat reached his ears, and Tonto's wait was ended. Mel Nugent, just released from jail, spurred his horse up the narrow street and pulled up in front of the cafe. I've waited two years to fix that fellow for what he'd done to me. I'm going to fix him good. Blast you, stand still while I'm tying you the hitch rail, can't you? Now, if old Dan Adams is inside like I heard, he's going to get what he's got coming to him. Hey, Redskin. What's the matter? I'll show you what's the matter. Get in my way, will you? Tonto, not in your way. Don't give me any of your sense. There's plenty of room for you to walk by. Well, I don't choose to walk over there. I'm walking where you're sitting. If you don't hanker after trouble, you get out of my way. Tonto, stay here. Why, you... I'll show you. You not show me. Let go my arm. Let me go. Think now, huh? Let me go. You walk them where they're room? Sure. Sure, I will. Uh, I, I was just joking. Uh, oh, my arm is most twisted off. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got time to take care of you now, Injun. But I won't be forgetting this. You not want trouble. You stay away from the tunnel. Hey, that's Mel Nugent. He must have just got out of jail. Looks like he's hankering after trouble. Looks Maybe he's like after Dan Adams. Dan Adamson here. Here I am. You looking for me, Nugent? I am. And I reckon you savvy why. I can guess, all right. It was your fault I was sent to jail. It was you who got me locked up for two years. I did, and I'd do it again. Why, you... I was rustling my cows, and I caught you at it. If you've come back to town to be law-abiding, all well and good. But if you turn crooked again, you'll be sent back to jail pronto. You won't jail me again. Not if you stay on it. That's got nothing to do with it. You won't jail me again because you ain't gonna live to have a chance. You've come gunning for me, eh? I've been thinking of this day for two years. I've been planning on it when I was awake. Dreaming about it when I was sleeping. I ain't thought of nothing else day in and day out. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to give me more downright pleasure to fill you full of lead than anything i ever done before. You're welcome to try. Then fill your hands. I blast you. You will you, fellas. I got you both covered. Stay out of this, Sheriff. Are you interfering for her? There's not going to be any gunfighting in my town. But I tell Agent you... told me he was looking for trouble, Mel. And I've been expecting you to try something like this when you got back to town again. That blasted redskin. Well, maybe you're right, Sheriff. It won't me that started this fight, anyhow. I certainly left, Dan. But I never backed up when one was offered me. And I don't aim to start backing up now. You don't have to. I'm chasing Mel out of town. You're what? You heard me. Beat it. You ain't got no right to do that. I served my sentence. The law ain't got no hold on me. Look here, Mel. You got a little place up the valley a ways. Go on home till you've cooled off. Then when you want to come to town peaceable, it'll be all right. But until you do, stay away. I'm going. But you and me ain't through, Dan. I figured as much. And I'll be watching out for you. No right in the face at all, See the redskin about. Why in blazes couldn't he have minded his own business? Nugent. Huh? Who called my name? Step over here. You got something I want to say to you. Yeah? I ain't never seen you before, have I? Don't reckon you have. What do you want? Anybody around can hear us? Don't see nobody. I'm Jake Dietz, forming out to Dan Adams' place. So that's it. You're one of his men, are you? Well, I'll show you. Hold on. Don't get all head up. I'll get even with your boss, and you can't stop me. <laughs> I don't aim to. Huh? Maybe you and me can get together. 
Meaning? Meaning that I got some scores I want to settle, too. Yeah? You recollect old Dan's girl? Sure. She got hitched up to a fellow named Clayt Summers, didn't she? That's just what she did. She'd have married me if Dan hadn't butted in. <laughs> so that's it, huh? Between Dan and Clayt, the whole thing was spoiled. If it hadn't been for them, I'd be sitting pretty with a pa-in-law that owns half of the beef critters in the valley. You got something in mind? Look here. Dan used the law to fix you, didn't he? It was him and the law sent me to jail. Then how'd you like to use the law to get even with him? Say, you're getting real interested. When I heard the ruckus inside, I started thinking. Yeah? And I'll bet my boots I got a scheme that'll fix Dan for you, get rid of Clay for me, and give me a chance to court the girl again. I'm willing to listen. Get on your horse. We don't want to do too much talking in town. Right. My horse is this one here. Steady, boy. Come on. You lead the way. <laughs> Mel, I got the notion you and me between us are going to just about have things our own way. Get up. Get along. Get up. Get up. returned to the camp he shared with the Lone Ranger and told him what had happened in town. The masked man suggested a plan, and the next day the Indian prepared to carry it out. First he rode to the Adams Ranch House. Oh, oh, okay, no. What do you want, Redskin? Huh? Don't all want job. Yeah? What kind of job? You need cook. Can you cook? Oh, me heap good cook. How'd you find out who's a cook I was needing? Don't <laughs> oh, here. Redskin, I ain't had a decent meal since that girl of mine got hitched up to Clayton Summers. <laughs> and if you can throw grub together so it's fit to be swallowed, you're hired. That's good. Say, where'd a redskin like you get a horse like that? On oh, that paint horse. Him, mine. Wouldn't hang it to sell, would you? Oh, me not sell. Didn't figure you would. If you'd been willing, I wouldn't have thought so much of you. A man with a private horse like that got something that can't be reckoned in cash. Not right. Well, there's the cook shack over there. You'll find something you'll need in it, I guess. It'll be time for grub in a couple of hours, so you'd better start hustling. Mm -hmm. Me start. And if you're not ready on time... Hey, boss! What's ailing you, Jake? Boss, there's been rustlers here last night. What's that? I just made a count of the cows we cut out and threw in the corrals till it was ready for shipping. Why, they're still there, ain't they? I can see them. There's a third of them gone. You sure of that? Just step over there and see for yourself if you won't take my word for it. That's just what I'll do. Come on. Hunto, look too. What are you tagging along for, Injun? Maybe Rustler leave trail. Well, if they did, the Redskin ought to be able to find it all right. The Redskin ain't needed. I already picked up the trail of them varmints. You did? It was my job, wasn't it? Good for you, Jake. Yeah. Have a look for yourself. Don't need a count to show there's some missing. You're right, Jake. Where are you find trail? Just over yonder. The clients that stole the stuff opened the corral gate sometime during the night. Heard the cows out and headed east. East? That's right. Me see track there. Yep, and so do I. Reckon whoever was here forgot about the rains we had softening up the ground. Why, that trail's easier to read than a book. What are you going to do, boss? Do? I'm going to get my horse. Yeah? Call in the rest of the boys. We're going to follow them tracks. And if it takes us to the low-down seeking polecast that stole my stuff, the fur's going to fly. <laughs> Dan's men within 
call, were ordered to saddle their horses and follow the trail left by the cattle. Dan and Jake took the lead. They headed eastward. And less than a half an hour later, Dan announced... By thunder, the tracks are leading right to Clay's place. They are, sure enough. I can't figure it out. Clay ain't any too well off, is he? But he ain't no thief. That's what folks around here said about Mel Nugent till he was caught. Yeah, but and he... I've been hearing some talk about Clay of late. Well, what kind of talk? Well, he's been heard to say he figured you ought to help him stuck his range. You being his wife's pa. Mm, I never did believe in that sort of thing. A young fellow should learn to stand on his own feet. I only told you what I heard. Besides, I just remembered he's been rounding up a trail herd. Maybe he calculated to get the critters he stole away before you done anything about it. Hey, look up that coolie. There's the cows. And they're my critters. I can read the brands from here. You're going to stop and have a look at them? I don't need to. I've seen enough. Yeah? Clay's house is just over this rise. I'm going to ask him some questions. I'd do that same if I were you. Now get up there. Get, get, up, up. Go get, up. get up. Get up. I can hardly believe Clay's turn wrestler. But I'm sure going to find out. Yeah. But maybe he can explain it some way. There's the house. Get along there. Uh, get along there. Get out. Don't see Clayton no around. He's most likely in the house. Oh, there. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you come along, Jake. The rest of you fellows wait here. Uh, Clayton's in the house, all right. That's his idol on the porch. Come on. I'll find out what's behind this. Why, Dan, I wasn't looking for you over this way. Step on in. I do my talking right here. But why don't you come on what in? What do you know about them critters of mine that are in the coulee just over that hill? Huh? I'll tell you the trouble. There was close to 20 of my cows rustled last night, and I trailed them right onto Clay's range. No. Well, that can't be. Most likely they just strayed. Out of my corrals. You ain't saying I took them, are you? I don't know what to think. All I know is they were stolen. I found them over here. Poor you know go you think Clay took them. I always thought you were straight, Clay. You know darn well I am. If there's anybody else but you, I found this evidence again. I'd shoot it out first and ask questions afterwards. Oh, you don't know what you're saying. Like blazes, I don't. I tell you, I didn't steal them cows. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Yeah? And this time, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I don't need the benefit of nothing. But if I ever find any of my critters on your range again that can't be proved to be strays, I'm riding back with my gun loose in its holster. If you're fool enough to think I'm crooked, you can do what you like. Oh, Clay, we don't want no trouble. Well, I just got this to say. If I'm to be pestered by rustlers, there's going to be more trouble hereabouts than this range has ever seen before. <laughs> The curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Behold my precious. Ooh, yeah, we do something right here, aha. Uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, with an exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. Ha-ha! <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media dot U-S forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuned 
tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. Now to continue our story. When Mel Nugent returned to town after two years spent in jail for rustling Dan Adams' cattle, he challenged Dan to a gunfight in the cafe. But the fight was prevented by the sheriff. Jake Dietz, who was Dan's foreman, had a grudge against Dan and also against his son-in-law, Clayton Summers. It was he that suggested to Mel that they work together for revenge. Tonto reported Nugent's arrival to the Lone Ranger, who suggested that Tonto keep an eye on the Adams Ranch. Just as Tonto was applying for a job as a cook on the ranch, Jake arrived with the news that some of Dan's cows had been stolen from the corrals. They were trailed to Clayton Range, where Dan warned his son-in-law that if there were any more wrestling, he would take the law in his own hands. As our second act opens, we see Jake astride his horse some distance from the Adams Ranch house. It is nearly midnight. Only the occasional stir of restless cattle breaks the night silence. Suddenly, Jake turns in his saddle at the sound of approaching hoofs. That you, Mel? Yeah. Move it, move it, move it. I've been waiting for you. It's a long ride here from my place. These the cows we're going to take this time? Uh-huh. Where are we going to plant them? It'll look funny if we leave in that coulee again. <laughs> I thought there's something better. Yeah? I reckon you know Clayton's got a trail herd gathered to take across the hills to the railroad. I know about that. Well, these cows are going with it. Huh? <laughs> It'll make it look all the better. When Dan finds his cows with a trail herd, he'll figure Clayton was getting them out of the country in a hurry before they could be found. Hmm. That's a blame good notion. Come on, let's get these cows moving. We ain't got any more time than we need. Yeah. Get up there. Get up there. Come on, you kiddos. Get, get moving there. Come on. Get Critters in the clay's herd. It'll be guarded, won't it? Not to speak of it, won't. There won't be more than two fellas riding night herd. Uh-huh. And we'll stop before they can hear us. If we let the cows go, they'll drift into the herd without no problem. I reckon they will. Hey there, keep moving, bless you. And this time, when Dan finds Clay's got his cows, there's going to be gunplay. There'd better be. I'll see to that. It wouldn't matter much, even if there weren't. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> There'll be a plenty of witnesses to that boiling, won't there? And if Clay should be found later on with a bullet through him, who do you think he'd be blamed for it? Thank <laughs> <Make> it, you. <laughs> Come on, you critters. Step along Clay would be out of the way, and then he'd be hung for it. And we'd be sitting pretty. All I want is to see Dan Dumper. What I want is a chance to court Dan's girl. If I can get hitched up to her, I'll own both her. Dan's and Clay's. When we're through here, I'm heading back to my place. Yeah. I don't want to be seen around. You can let me know how things come up. I'll do that. Come on. Let's haze these critters along. I'm anxious for this job to be done with. Come on!
when Dan Adams made the discovery that more of his cows were missing. As soon as he made sure that the trail of the stolen cattle headed east again, he turned his horse and raced back to the ranch. Tex! Sandy! Pete! Hey, fellas! Hold that boy. Whoa, whoa. What do you want? Get your horses. We're riding. What's up, boss? There's more cows been stolen. And the tracks head for Crates Ranch again. And, and he's starting a trail herd this morning. Blast him. Maybe your critters are with his herd. We'll soon find out. You ready, fellas? Then let's go. If he figures he can steal me blind just because he married my girl, he's going to find out different. Get up, sir. Get up. Get up. Go on. Summers was just finishing breakfast at his home. We hear him as he speaks to his wife. Ah, that was mighty good grub, honey. Well, now I reckon I'd better be pushing along. Did you leave all the anything? Shucks, I got to do my share of the work. The boys got the herd started an hour ago. I told them I'd catch up as soon as I could. How long you figured you'll be gone? Oh, the trip shouldn't take more than a week. I'm sort of glad you're going, Clayton. Huh? I don't know what got into Paul the other day, but it'll most likely be best if the two of you don't meet up again too soon. That was the darndest thing I ever heard of, saying I'd rustle his cattle. Can't hardly blame him the way things look. I wish I could figure out how them cows got in that coolie. But it's got me worried. Oh, now, honey, there ain't nothing to worry about. Dan will soon enough admit he made a mistake. Well, I don't know. There wouldn't be any of the boys riding back unless something was wrong. Last two plates. What in places is wrong now? Where are they? Where's what? You savvy blamed well what I mean. Where are the cows you stole off of me last night? Have you gone plumb loco? You ought to drill the Stephen Coyote, Dan. That's what I come to do. But I want to find them cows first. How can you say you stole your cows, Paul? I know it. Because I followed that trail to where Clay had his herd bedded down last night. You mean to say you found your cattle in my herd? No, I didn't. That's why I'm here. But Paul, what? We caught up with your herd, but they wasn't there. You must have figured that'd be the first place we'd look. Of all the doggone crazy things I ever heard tell of. I always said you were no good, Clay. Sure you did, Jake. And I'm just wondering if you ain't had a hand in this someplace. Why, you... you... needn't try to put the blame on somebody else, Pate. We got you dead to rights. But I never stole... Why, you scum... I don't care if you are, Miss Paul. You can't talk to me that way. I never was particular how I talked to rustlers. Slug in, boss. You stay out of this, Jake. Are you going to tell me where you hid them cows? Or I do... Do I have to gun with you? I can't tell you what I don't know. I got it, then I'll show you. Oh, don't... You wait. What? It's an Indian. You ain't wanted, Redskin. You hear me. What are you doing here, Tonto? Me show you something. Get out of here. Tonto show you cattle. Huh? Don't listen to him, boss. He don't know what he's talking about. You you know where the stolen cars are? You come. Tonto show you. Maybe the Indian's local. But I'm going to find out what he's got to show us before I'm accused of rustling. How come you know so much about this, Tonto? You see. Plenty quick. Come on, let's go. Boss, it's just a trick of some kind. Don't let the redskin fool you. If he's trying some trick, it'll be his last. Tonto not trick you. I wouldn't advise it. My horse is just outside. We'll all ride together. By darn right, we will. And if it ain't proved that you had nothing to do with this plate, I'm dealing with you myself. All right, fellas. Let's go. Tonto 
Toronto first led the men to the place where Clayton's herd had been bedded down the night before. Then he pointed out that the tracks of the stolen cows circled the herd and continued onward, still further eastward. The men remounted and pressed forward, discovering at last that the tracks took them directly to Mel Nugent's tumble-down spread. As they drew near, coming to Melt Shack, Clayton shouted, Hey! There's Mel running away. You run out of the house when he sees us coming. He's heading for his horse. Me get him. Get him up, chain horse. Don't let him get away, Tonto. Tonto, open. Get him up, chain horse. Get him up. We catch him. Come, chain horse. Come, get him up there. Get away from me, Redskin. Get away. Me rope, you. Oh, I see. Whoa, chain horse. You'll not get him away now. Take this rope off of me. You wait to go. Thank you. 
you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Light a cloud of dust and a hearty high old silver, the Lone Ranger. Rider of the Plains did more than anyone else to bring law and order to the western United States. He fought crime and criminals relentlessly, but he was always willing to give the man who wanted to go straight a second chance. His reputation for fair dealing was only equaled by his reputation for courage. Now let us return to those thrilling days when the West was young. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. and Hacksaw Hastings, two old Civil War veterans, wandered the western trails, hoping to make their fortunes. They were hungry and disheartened when they appeared at the Lazy End Ranch House, and the foreman, young Steve Manners, made them welcome. Jane Colfax, whose father owned the ranch, led Bolivar and Hacksaw to the cookhouse. Soon a huge plate of flapjacks was placed on the table. The veterans attacked, and now, with the enemy annihilated, we see them leaning back in their chairs. Steve says... Had enough, fellas? Friend, I'm plumb full to busting. And I declare I ain't met up with such elegant cooking and such real manners since me and Hacksaw was riding the Virginia Valley with Dash and Jeb Stewart. <laughs> Thank you, Bolivar. Miss, I ain't got Bolivar's language, but him and me sure got the same sentiments. I'm glad you liked the food. And you're welcome to stay on until you find something to do. That's what I was just telling them. Gosh, 
This is like dying and going to heaven. I'll have to see about the dishes now. And I'd better be getting saddled. I'll be in a noon load, Jane. Oh, I see. There goes one of the sweetest little ladies I ever seen. She ain't to be beat. I, I'm hoping that one of these days we'll be getting hit. Me and Barlow sure wish you luck. You treated us real white. I'll take my dishes out to the kitchen. I'd like another word of Jane. I reckon you would. Gee, who that just stopped outside? Huh? You can see him through the window. Well, I don't know. He's a... See, you look like a seen a ghost. What made you drop your dishes? I... Well, just clumsy, I reckon. It didn't look that way to me. It looked like the sight of that fellow. You'll have to excuse me, friends. I... There's something I have to see for Hey, wait! You fellas just make yourselves at home. I, I'm right busy now. Well, I'll be damned. Exor, if I ever seen a fellow scared before, Steve was sure him. I can't figure it out. It seemed like just as soon as I pointed to that fellow that rode up, Steve went all to pieces. To pieces? He flew out of here like he was shot from a scattergun. What do you suppose got into him, Barlow? I don't know, but I aim to find out. But I don't... Look, Steve and that fellow act as though maybe they've met up before. Mean-looking gent, ain't he? And now they're coming into the ranch house. Gosh, I wonder if Steve's in some kind of trouble. Come on, Hacksaw. Huh? Get up out of that chair, doggone you. If Steve's in trouble after treating us so white, it's up to us to do something about it, ain't it? But what can we do? I don't know. But first, we've got to find out what the trouble is. Come on. But if Steve wanted us along to ask us. We don't need no invitation. There's an open window over there, ain't they? Close the door behind you. You mean we should just listen in without saying nothing? Look here, Hacksaw. If you see a fellow drowning, you don't wait for him to send you a note asking you to save him, do you? Well, from the look on Steve's face, I'd say he was in a worse fix than drowning. And I'm going to do something about it. Well, I Keep don't... your voice down. There's the window just ahead. You don't act real glad to see me, Steve. Why in blazes did you have to come here, Morgan? I reckon a fella can start in a cattle business where he's a mind dick, ain't he? You in a cattle business? <laughs> Rustling cattle's more your style. <laughs> So you ain't forgot the old days, eh, Steve? I'll forget them if you let me. Remember the time we stole most a thousand head from the bar box outfit of Montana Way? Blast you. I've gone straight since then. Why can't you let me alone? Besides, <laughs> I was just a wild kid then. I turned outlaw because I thought it was something smart. But I soon learned different. Got a right nice job here, ain't you? What's that to you? And I hear you've been keeping company with the boss's girl. You figuring on getting married? Get to the point. You ain't here just to tell what you've heard. Well, like I say, I'm going to be a real rancher. I just bought the old Kramer place on the other side of town. Kramer place? There ain't no stock on that range. There ain't for a fact. And where'd you get the cash to stock it? You've been holding up stages? <laughs> That's where you come in, Steve. Huh? You're going to see to it that I get enough cattle to set me up. I ain't got no cash, no cattle either. But your boss has... You mean you I want mean me? I mean you're going to see that I get a thousand head of old man Colfax's cow. Now, you hold on. I ain't through talking yet. I just see you in blazes first. And even if I was willing, you wouldn't get away with it. You're forgetting the cows that belong to this ranch are all wearing the Lazy End brand. <laughs> I ain't forgetting nothing. I got a brand already registered. Yeah? The Box Z. But you can't All get... I have to do when you deliver them cows is to have my boys work them over with a running iron. It won't be no trick at all to change a Lazy End into a Box Z. You rotten polecat. Get out of here. You'll do as I say or your fine friends are going to hear all about your being an outlaw. I ain't wanted by the law. There's nobody here would believe anything against me. <laughs> no? But maybe they'd believe this letter if they was to see it. You and you needn't get ready to grab it. This is just a copy. I got the real one where you ain't liable to get your hands on it. That, that's a letter I read when I was in Montana. And it says enough to prove anything I wanted to. I'd like to break your neck. I reckon you would. But you ain't going to. 
You're going to see that I get them cows. I... How old? Suit yourself. If you don't want to lose your job and your girl both, you'll do like I say. But... But if Sam Colfax come back and found a thousand head missing, I lose my job anyhow. Is it your fault if rustlers stole them? A, a thousand head? It's that or... the letter. I... I've got to have time to think it over. I don't know just what to do. I'll give you a week. But a t- week. <laughs> and in the meantime, I think I'll use the time to get acquainted with that girl you've been sparking. I hear she's right pretty. You dirty scoop. <laughs> And him a friend of ours. I wish there was some way we could help him. You come along with me. But what are you Come on. You and me are making a trip. A trip? We're going to find the masked man. But what for? Hold still, gentlemen. That's all. Maybe we can't help Steve any. But the masked fellow and Tonto sure can. I golly, I never thought of that. I got a darn good notion where they are. We'll tell them the whole thing. That's a good idea, Bob. And Axel, what that masked fellow will do to that slick outlaw will be a plenty. Come on, gentlemen. Get up. Get up. Get up. soldiers rode as swiftly as their ancient horses would carry them. Bolivar, unfortunately, had no more than a vague idea where the Lone Ranger might be found. And for several days, they found no trace of him. It's all the way in this town, Axel. Well, we're just after going looking. And the time's getting less all the while. Oh, Steve. But we'll find them colors yet. Get up, General. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. seen anything of a race by the name of Tonto around here? Ain't seen no engines at all. Two days left. Hurry, Bolivar. He's still got more traveling to do. What town is this, Bolivar? Mildale. I'm just about ready to give up. So am I, Hexall. But I recollect Tonto saying something about there being outlaws down this way. Oh, we... Hey! Look at that horse in front of the cafe. That's the paint horse Tonto got from old Thundercloud. And ain't that Tonto back in the cafe? Howling Tomcats. Hey, Tonto, Tonto! Oh, 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 that. Oh, oh, oh. I ain't been so glad to see anybody since the time old Jeb Stewart pinned all them medals on my chest. <laughs> Tonto, feel plenty good to see you. Tonto, you're a sight of so eyes. What... what you do here? We've been looking for you. Uh... Where's your mask part? Him in camp. We've got to see him right away. Tonto, take you there. There ain't no time to waste, Tonto. We've got to move awful fast. Here, paint horse. Guys, I just about give up all hope. What? What matter? Everything's the matter, Tonto. Come on, we'll tell you about it while we're riding. Get him up. Get him up. Get him up. Come on, boy. As the days passed, Morgan Hanley spent more and more of his time at the Lazy Inn. 
We see him now in the afternoon before the final day set for Steve's decision. Speaking with Jane Colfax. They are on the porch of the ranch house. Miss Jane, I can't see no reason why you and me can't be good friends. Uh, I prefer to choose my friends myself. Meaning you ain't got no time for me? You can take it any way you want to. It's Steve, eh? I don't see why I have to explain myself. If you'll excuse me, I'm going inside. Just a second. I got some things to say. And the first is, you and Steve ain't gonna get hitched up. Let me by. Stay where you are. I could tell you plenty about Steve. If you don't act more friendly, I'll get him in so much trouble, he'll never get out. Let me by, Steve. You stubborn little fool. Steve, Steve. Keep your mouth shut. Oh, you, you, have the trouble, Jane. you stay out of this, Steve. Make this fellow let me be. Morgan, I told you what would happen if you didn't quit pestering Jane here. You'd better mind your talk. Stand away from her. I won't, I tell this you. This teach you. Oh. I should tear you apart. I'll get that letter You out. show that letter your chances of getting what you want it done for. I'll ask you. I got till tomorrow. Now get out of here. I'll go. And I'll wait till tomorrow. But if you don't give me your answer then... Yeah? Then I'll see to it you run right out of this county. Go on, get! And if you think I don't mean it, just try and stall for more time. I can't tell you, honey. Don't you think I can be trusted? Jane, don't ask me about it, please. I won't, Steve, but, but I just want you to know this. Whatever it is, whatever you've done, I, I'll still love you. <laughs> Jane! Hey, wait! The curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Now to continue our story. When Bolivar Bates and Hacksaw Hastings stopped at the Lazy End Ranch, they discovered that its young foreman, Steve Manners, had written an incriminating letter several years before. The letter was held by an outlaw, Morgan Hanley, who threatened Steve with exposure unless he stole a thousand head of his employer's cattle. Bolivar and Hacksaw set out to find the Lone Ranger. Hanley gave Steve one week to decide whether or not to obey his orders. On the sixth day, the two men quarreled. And that evening, Morgan went to the cafe in town. Now, as our second act opens, we see Bolivar and Hacksaw as they approach the door of the cafe. Inside, inside, Bolivar. I'll push back the door and see. There he is. He's standing right at the end of the bar. You go on talk to him. Come on in. Every time I see that fellow, he looks meaner than the last time. Ain't nothing to be afraid of. If he gets tough, we'll just give him that steely look of ours. Yeah. Howdy, friend. Your name, Morgan? Huh? How'd you fellas know my name? Shucks, we know a heap more than that about you. Don't we, Hacksaw? That we do. Yeah? But maybe we hadn't ought to talk where anybody can hear us. Say, what are you two old goats getting at? What's that you called us? Careful there, mister. Get the places away from here. I ain't got the time or the mind to do any talking with a couple of tramps like you fellas. I can't, son. You're a high dive. Well, come along, Hexall. I reckon he ain't interested in now knowing about that letter of Steve's he's got. What's that? Yeah, Bolivar. I'm thinking maybe he was the kind of fellow we could do business with. Just hold on. 
What's that you said about a letter? You uh, willing to talk? We can't do no talking here. You go over to that table there in the corner. Sounds like he's changing his tune, Bolivar. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I don't know what your game is, but by golly, I'm going to find out. Me and my partner just had a notion you could use some help. And get the candy you want without half so much trouble. Sit down. Sure, sure. Now talk and talk fast. How come you know about that letter? Steve told us. Why? You better tell him the rest of it, Bolivar, before he gets the wrong idea. I reckon I had. He looks mad enough to bust. The rest of what? Well, it's like this. Steve told us, on account of we had a letter mighty like yours. And we had the same notion you had. Only we went there looking for cash. As we wouldn't know what to do with cows if he'd given to us. How'd you get hold of any such letter? You see that Indian sitting at that table all alone? Yeah. He's got a friend, a masked fella. An outlaw, huh? Well, some fellas call him that. Go on, keep talking. He knew Steve when he was an outlaw, just like you did. And he had a letter to prove it. Well, I'll be... So when we done him a favor once, he gave us the letter. And you fellas are trying to get cash from Steve Hurt? That was the notion we had. We went to him, and when we told him about it, he was fit to be tied. So then we got the idea you and us could work together. How do you figure that? Steve uh, put up quite a fuss when you asked him for that thousand head, didn't he? And what if he did? We was thinking maybe you went about it the wrong way. What you want to do is to ask for just a little at first to get him used to the idea how easy it is to steal. Yeah? And then when he's give you maybe 50 head or so of cattle, come on back with that letter we got and ask for the thousand. Say, maybe you fellas ain't as dumb as you look. <laughs> Shucks, we just looked that way at the purpose. If folks savvied how downright slick we was, uh, they'd be afeard of us. As they would, mister. But how do I know you're telling the truth? Steve wouldn't have told us about the letter you got, unless we knew something too, would he? Maybe not. And besides, we'll show you the letter. The engine can tell you where we got it. And what do you fellas want out of this? We ain't asking for much. We can't get cash from Steve, so you can take cattle and pay us when you've sold it. Yeah. Hey, where are you going? I'm going to check that engine's story with yours. Then I'm going to have a look at that letter. And if you've been talking straight, maybe we can do business. talk to Tonto, and then agreed to the plan outlined by Bolivar and Hacksaw. The next morning, he rode to the Lazy Inn, dismounted, and rapped on the ranch house door. <laughs> that was a sick scheme, all right, that them two old coots thought up. But if they think they're going to get their share after we're done, they got a mighty big surprise coming. Yeah, what in blazes is keeping Steve? So there you are. I've been looking for you. Come on in. You made up your mind yet? Yep. Well? I ain't giving you nothing. You you ain't? I'll tell you why. I can't let no thousand head go. If I did, the boss would sure as devil savvy something was wrong. But you've got to decide. There was two other fellas here with a letter I wrote. If I'll pay you off, well, i got to pay them, too. Why, I ain't asking for no thousand head. Huh? <laughs> no, I changed my mind. Give me 50 and the letter's yours. That's some different. What's more, I'll give you my word, them two fellas won't ask you for nothing. You mean that? I know them two old coots, and I ain't letting them interfere with my game. And you'll give me the letter you got just for 50 head? That's what I said, ain't it? 50 head wouldn't be hard to cover up. Of course it wouldn't. And that's a heap better than having me show folks that letter. But, I don't know. I ain't giving you no more time. Are you sure those fellas won't trouble me? You just leave them to me. Then... And I'll do it. <laughs> I thought you'd have some sense. 
I'll send some of my boys around just as soon as it gets dark to collect them cows. I'll be waiting for them. Good. I'll be seeing you later. Yeah. <laughs> Exxon Bolivar won't come around with that second letter. But I ain't said that I wouldn't. <laughs> just wait till Steve sees it's me that's got it instead of them. Get up there. Come on, get up there. That evening, Morgan, Hacksaw, and Bolivar sat astride their horses, watching the approach of a small herd of cattle. The men hazing the cattle along turned them toward the corrals of the old Kramer place that Morgan had purchased. The outlaw looked at his two companions and chuckled. <laughs> well, here they are. Fifty head of cattle for nothing. Told you it worked, didn't we? You give Steve that letter your hand? Yeah, but I give him my word you fellas wouldn't trouble him none. <laughs> but I never promised I wouldn't. Morgan, they'll smooth the customers out. Say, he hacks them. But it took us to show him what to do. But shucks, you can't expect everybody to have our brains. You gonna talk to Steve tonight, Morgan? Uh huh. I don't want to give him the chance to do any thinking. Them was Jeb Stewart's tactics. Keep the enemy on the run without letting them get collected. What's tactics, Bolivar? Why, it's, uh, uh, it's the, uh, that. Well, don't show your ignorance, Hacksaw. Now that Steve's seen how easy it is to give me the cows he did, he ain't gonna put up so near so much fuss when I ask for more. You better be getting home. <laughs> I'm going right now. Hey, fellas, start branding them cows. Take your running irons and fix them up to look like boxy stuff. We'll get right at it, boss. Get up there, come on, get up there. Come on. Well, there he goes to see Yep, we'll give him a head start. And then I reckon we'll tag along after to see the fireworks. with the second letter in his pocket, rode swiftly to the Lazy Inn. There he found Steve standing in front of the house. Why'd you come back for him, Morgan? <laughs> we still got more business, Steve. Look here. What are you up to now? I just wanted to show you this other letter. So what are you trying And for this one, I'm asking a thousand head of cattle like before. You now, don't stop that. using your language too free. It'll be just the worst for you. You said this other letter would never be used. <laughs> You must have misheard me, Steve. I'm downright sorry if you got me wrong. But all I said was that Bolivar and Hacksaw wouldn't come around with it. I should have known better than to believe anything you say. But all you gotta do is give me the cows I want, and then our business is done for good. We better step over closer to the corner of the house. I wouldn't want to be seen talking to you. Yeah. This will do all right. Now, what about it? You gonna give me that thousand head, or do I have to show folks this letter? I, I guess uh, you recollect what it says, all right. I ought to. I wrote it, didn't I? I knew that as soon as I seen it. You mean I ain't got no choice at all? You won't settle it some other way? I told you my terms. Well, this is blackmail. Sure it is. And what are you going to do about it? I don't know. But I ain't going to let Who's you get Who's coming? The one I'm riding the paint horse. Oh, 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 oh. Exxon Bolivar. What in places are you doing here? You'll find out soon enough, mister. Tonto won't find lawman. You're looking for the sheriff? Uh, the sheriff. Hey, what's up? Why would the Redskins come here for the sheriff? Because I was just standing around the corner of the house to hear what you had to say. And we heard everything. Two meters here enough, Sheriff. I sure did. You're going to jail, Morgan. Steve, you blasted fool. Yeah? I'll show him the letter. Sheriff Steve's a crook, and I can prove it by this letter here. That letter don't interest me none. But, but Steve wrote it. 
You ain't denying it, are you, Steve? No. <laughs> are you? I know what's in that letter already. <laughs> I ought to. I was with him yesterday when the mask fella told Steve what to write. The mask man? Yep, it was his idea. He asked Steve write the letter, then rub it in some dirt so it wouldn't look too recent. And you fell for it, Morgan. I was tricked. You tricked plenty. But Steve's a crook. I had a letter he wrote back in Montana. I don't know anything about that. I ain't seen he, it. He must have told it up. Then there ain't nothing I can do about it. I don't know. Tell him what happened back to his place. <laughs> Deputy, get other fella. They rounded up the whole bunch? <laughs> Not right. We see him change brands. And that's another charge against you, Morgan. I was tipped off that maybe you had your fella changing the brand on some lazy end cows, and then they caught you at it. I, I got them from Steve. Is that right, Steve? He's got to prove it. But, but you look like you can't, Morgan. Well, you're coming along with me. Steve, I told you to listen to what that masked fella said, didn't I? If it wasn't for him and you fellas, I don't know what I'd have done. Well, you treated us white, so we've done the best we could for you. And, Jane, you ain't holding none of this against me, are you? Of course not, Steve. I understand more about this than you think. Thank heaven for that. Watch out for Morgan! You ain't gonna get me! Head him off! He's running for his heart! You look. Mask friend, catch him. Got him now. By <laughs> golly, our masked friend was just waiting for him to make a break. Stay where you are, Morgan. This time I got you covered. It looks as though if it weren't for the masked man, he'd have got away anyhow. We owe him a lot, Steve. just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior!
thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. of the western United States brought wealth and security to many of the early settlers, but to have was not always to hold. Outlaws robbed and plundered, and no man's life or property was safe. It was then that the masked rider of the plains rode in the cause of justice, and it was he, more than anyone else, who finally brought law and order to the frontier. Now return with us to those thrilling days when the West was young. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. had been known for years as one of the unluckiest prospectors in the West. He had spent his life searching for gold, but though unsuccessful, he remained cheerful and active, his courage giving him youthful strength and hope. One day, the citizens of the town, Five Corners, were startled to see old Ben ride down their main street, shouting at the top of his lungs. I found it! I found it! Oh, holy, holy! Years I've been looking in the hand of that land. What is it, Ben? What's happened? 
happened? What's that you're carrying, Ben? It's like it rich. Uh, come on inside the cafe, fellas, and I'll tell you all about it. Let's go I want to know what it is. Right now, I'm the luckiest fella in the state. Yippee, fellas, look here. Hey, what's the crowd following you for? I struck it rich, Barkey. You found a good claim? No. Then what do you Just mean? Just run your eyes over this. Gold. It's gold. Your gold. It's a chunk of a bar of gold. It's been smelted. Where in thunder has Ben get that? Quiet down there, you fellas. Quiet down. You ain't been holding anybody up, have you, Ben? Not me. Here, look what's stamped on that gold. Let me see. What's it say? Go on and tell us here, Barkeep. Why, it looks to me like it's got two T's stamped in it. You mean uh, like initials? Uh-huh, but I don't... Leaping Mavericks. T.T. Treasure Trove. I'll bet them initials stand for the old Treasure Trove mine. Treasure Trove? Is that it, Ben? Yes, sir. That there's part of a gold shipment been lost for almost 50 years. I'll bet a thousand fellows have looked for it without finding it. And it took me to do it. I ain't never heard of no Treasure Trove mine. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, Barkeep, I thought everybody knew about that. It was owned by a fellow named... Jake Adler. He used to smelt his own ore and then send up a mule train to the coast. Yeah? But once he sent a shipment, they disappeared. No one ever knew what become of it. They wouldn't figure anything but uh, maybe a landslide covered it up. Couldn't it have been engines? But there weren't no engines around at the time. And nobody ever seen hiding a hair of anybody that was with the gold. Not even one of the mules. And that's the gold you found, Ben? Yep. I was just coming back over the old trail from Custerville. Man, was it hot. A horse just mows it along. Doggone, you lazy hide. Keep a going there. I get off and walk to make it easier for you, and you mosey along slower than ever. Now get along, Gatcha. <laughs> and no back talk, neither. There, now. See what you went and made me do? Nearly broke a leg all on the count. Now, what? Whoa, there. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, that's a funny-looking rock I just stumbled on. Queer sort of shape. Now, let me have a look at it. Hold still, won't you? Now, hold still. First you want to stop when I want you to travel. When I want to stop, you want to travel. Now, let me pick up that rock. Yeah. I wonder. Now, where's that hammer I had long? Uh, here it is. I'll just chip off some of the dirt on the outside. Well, well, I'll be... Jump and Juniper, a gold bar. Huh. What's it say there? T.T. Treasure trove. This is part of the gold from the treasure trove mine, or I'll eat my pick and shovel. Now we're heading for town, and we're moving faster. I'll lambaste your blasted stubborn hide. Now get up there. Come on. Get along there. Well, I'll be doggone. You plane, Ben? Well, uh... Well, what? Well, uh, maybe I was a bit hasty when I said I'd found the whole shipment. What I meant was I, I found this here chunk of gold, and I'm darn sure the rest must be somewhere's bound. The gold wouldn't belong to you anyhow, would it, Ben? And why wouldn't it? Well, this Adler... Chuck's he's been a long time dead. He never had no kinfolk. Oh, it'd be Ben's all right. But where'd you pick up this chunk? Why, it was over by the... Huh? Don't be telling. Somebody'll beat you to it. Golly, I never thought of that. You already said too much. I come close to it, maybe, Sheriff. I was so all fired excited, I wasn't thinking, but... Uh, you said too much. Because now how are you going to go back without being followed? Oh, Sheriff. Every cook in the territory will be here to watch you. Sheriff, I wish you'd take a hammer and pound some sense in my head. I must have gone clean loco. Then you've got a heart as big as a cow. And more doggone grit than any 20 other fellows. But when he comes to playing your cards close to your belt... 
You let every fellow in the game read your hand. Oh, this is awful. You wait. When this news gets around, then you'll find out just how bad it really is. Come on, Ben. Tell us where you found it. Don't hold out, you friend. Where was your last trip? Ben, give us a tip. Hey, Ben. Come on, come on, Ben. I ain't saying a thing. And I'll camp right here in town before I let some buzzard rob me of what I found. Yeah. Where was you? Come on, now, don't hold out. The sheriff had prophesied correctly. The news of Ben's discovery spread like wildfire, attracting the attention of honest men and outlaws alike. The Lone Ranger and his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, also heard the reports. They knew Ben deserved whatever good fortune came his way, and determined to help him if they could. In the meantime, however, an outlaw, known as Smokey Joe, had made certain plans. We see him now riding with some of his men. This is the only thing we can do, Hawk. That old fool ain't going to stir out of town as long as he figures he'll be followed. Right him, Smokey. He'll wait if it takes a year. But I ain't going to. <laughs> he'll talk when we get our hands on him. I didn't want to do it this way, but we ain't got no more time to waste. Yeah. The only trouble is if we make him talk, we got to get rid of him. We can't leave him live to tell the sheriff who done it. That's what I mean. But it's worth doing something for all that gold. Uh-huh. Where do you figure on keeping Ben when you get him? We'll take him to that old cabin back in the woods. Yeah. And if he does any yelling, nobody will hear him. We're passing Ben Shack right now, ain't we? We'll just ride down to them trees, and he won't see us when he comes out from town. Just about do, ain't he? Yeah. How's it? It's good enough. All right, fellas, rein up and keep out of sight. Oh, thank you, boss. Oh, oh, there. Oh, oh, there. Ain't he likely to hear the horses? Ah, uh, not with them riding as fast as the others does. Smokey. There's somebody coming now. Can you make him out? No, it's too blame time. We'll know in a second. Hey, quiet, you fellas. Okay. That's that chestnut horse he rides. Grab him, fellas. Hold on there. Get the reins. Stop your horse, Ben. You crooks out of that way. Watch it. He's going for his gun. I ain't afraid of pack of yellow outlaws. Put down that gun. Yeah. I winged him, boss. Last time, maybe you killed him. He ain't hurt much, Smokey. Just raised his shoulder. I'll live to get every one of you. We'll see about that. Boss, let's get out of here. Maybe somebody heard the shot. They got his bridle. Ah, he won't get away. Throughout the entire rest of the night, they questioned him, but he refused to tell them anything. They rested during the day, but the following evening, the brutal questioning began again. Talk, Ben. Ain't. It'll be the worst for you if you don't. Where'd you find that chunk of gold? Where's the gold here? Where's it hit, Blast you? Where's it hit? Hawker will beat it out of you. Talk to You're wasting your time. Why, you stubborn old fool. I'll see every one of you hung before I'll talk. I wouldn't tell you nothing, no matter what you did. You can hit me and you can beat me up. I won't talk, and there's no way you can make me. Now, wait, boss. Yeah? Let me handle this. Well, what do you want with the old maverick? I'll find a way to fix him. Go ahead. I'm riding back to town. Folks are most likely talking because Ben ain't been around. Yeah, huh? I'll take the rest of the boys and show ourselves in the cafe so we won't be suspicious. Uh, me and Hawk can handle things. See that you do. We've been too easy on him. <laughs> but we ain't going to be no longer. They won't be gone more than a couple hours. Get your saddles, fellas. We're riding to town. All right, Ben. 
It's just three of us now. You dirty skunk. What is a mate squeamish? But I ain't. And you'll find it out right soon. If I weren't tied to this chair... You'd do a lot, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, I ain't so young no more, but I'd show you fellas a few tricks. Only it's us is going to show you a few things. I'm giving you one more chance. Where'd you find that chunk of gold? I ain't saying. Well, of all the stubborn mavericks I ever run up against, this fella takes a cake. We give him his chance. Get that poker. Yeah. Dig in the fireplace so it'll get rid of heart. <laughs> I'll do that. You're beginning to get the ID, Ben? You'll pay for all this. I fixed it, Hart. Good. Now we... What was that? Somebody firing at us. There he is. It's a fellow on the way off. We've got to get him. Wow, what bad? He's tied up. He ain't going to run away. Well, then come on. Get your horse. We'll ride after him. Hurry up, Hart. Come on, get in the saddle. Are you ready? Yes. Come on. Yes. Get there. Get up. You all right? Huh? Who's there? Me come, help you. Gosh, a redskin. White friend, get outlaw way. Tonto come, get you. Uh, you'll have to cut these here ropes. They got me tied up like a calf for Brandon. Uh, me, cut rope. Uh, but how'd you find me? Tonto follow trail. Find where bad fella get you. Then trail you here. There. Uh, you free now. Uh, I don't know who you are, but by golly, you and that friend of yours are short parts of mine from now on. You hurry. Uh, where are we going? Take you to find gold. Outlaw, not catch us. Here, paint horse. Jimmy, we're going to try and outrun them crooks. Uh-huh. Paint horse, plenty fast. You, you mount them. Uh, by golly, I'll chance it. It's the only way I can ever get to that gold without being followed. Mm, That's that right. Get him up, paint horse. Get him up. falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Behold my precious. Ooh, yeah, we do something right here, uh huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah, with an exclusive loot on surprises and delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. Ha <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as low as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Hello, 
horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high of silver, the Lone Ranger. And now to continue our story. The Lone Ranger and Tonto, accompanied by old Ben Battle, who had found the treasure trove gold bar, left Hawk and his companion far behind. At the cafe in town, Smokey Joe talked with an Indian guide. Black Wolf, you're just the fellow I need. Huh? I've heard all about you. They say you're the best Indian trail in these parts. Me, Fallen Trail, any good. <laughs> and from what I've heard, you don't mind making yourself a little cash on occasion. You giving me cash? It just depends on you. What do you want them? I reckon you've heard the talk that's been going on around town, ain't you? You mean talk them gold? Sure, and I got a scheme to get that gold. Hmm? What do you say you throw in with me and my boys? You can trail old Ben when he leaves town to go back to where he found that treasure trove stuff. And we'll help ourselves to it and give you all the protection you need. What do you pay him, Black Wolf? You'll get your equal share with the rest of us. Well, what do you say? Me not know. You gotta. <laughs> Just think of all the firewater you could buy with your share, Black Wolf. More than you ever seen before. Black Wolf, do him. Good. I thought you would. Hey, Hawk! 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 Hey, what are you doing Ben's here? Ben's gone away. Lester, keep your voice down. Say Ben ain't in the cabin? No, an engine and a mass fella got him. You blasted fool! Yeah, we couldn't help it. The minute it. I leave you, everything goes wrong. And they ought to get me some fellas I can depend on. Oh, but even... Shut up! We're riding out to the cabin. Black Wolf, you come on in after us. It looks to me like we can put you to work before we figure that. Blasted digits I've ever seen. You fellas are the worst. Oh, but Smokey, how was we to know there was a redskin with that masked fella? You didn't have to know it. All you had to do was to stay with old Ben like you were supposed to. Well, there shall be shot at. I'm blamed sorry he didn't hit you. Ain't nobody seen nothing of Ben since he got away. Of course they ain't. Him and them other two fellas lit right out for the gold. What are we going to do now, boss? We got to get Ben back. Yeah, but if we don't, him, he's jail for us. Ben's seen us all. When he tells the sheriff who we are, we're done for. We could light out of here. And let the gold go. Yeah, that's better than being jailed. Uh huh. I got a better notion. What's that? Ever heard of Black Wolf? The engine? That's the one. Well, what about him? That redskin's as good at trailing as anybody you can name. You can most trail a hawk if you give him half a chance. Why, Thunder? Where's he at? I'm waiting for him now. Oh, yeah? I seen him in town this morning, and that's where I got the idea. You talked to him? Uh-huh. I talked to him and told him if he put in with us, he'd get his fair share. Yeah, what'd he say? <laughs> what do you figure he'd say? That redskin would do anything for gold to buy firewater. And we still got a chance. And a darn good one. Maybe that's him now. Most likely. That's you, Black Wolf? Yes, Black Wolf. Walk right in. These are my pods I was telling you about. Oh, well, Black Wolf. Well, there ain't no use standing around here if you're ready to start out, Black Wolf. Black Wolf, ready. And come on, fellas. Some of you bring our horses around, and the rest of us will show the redskin the marks of the horses them other fellas would ride. All right, boss. Just come this way, Black Wolf. Me come. Go take a side of trailing to follow them tracks now. Black Wolf, best brave all tribe. Black Wolf, see where other brave blind. Over there is where we found the tracks of the horse the masked fellow was riding. I kept the boys away so they wouldn't be spoiled. Mm. Here you are, Black Wolf. You see him? Black Wolf, see like eagle. You figure you can follow tracks like them? Me follow. Why, golly, we ain't beat yet. Fetch them horses. Yeah, we're coming. Right. We'll head after Ben and the mass fellow without waiting. I'd like to get my hands on them. And I want to get my hands on the gold. Steady there. Black Wolf, good he said he is. We'll do both. Black Wolf, not like pale face. Him not speak big word, do little deed. Him speak little. Do big deed. And now's your chance to prove it. Get up. Get on it. Come on. In the meantime, Ben Battle, the Lone Ranger, and Tonto had crossed the plains and entered the hills. We see the old man and the Indian now in the sheltered camp, close to the spot where Ben had found the gold. 
Ben is speaking. Yes, sir, Tonto. You and the masked fella got anything we'd ever see. <laughs> Why you think that, huh? Well, first off, look at the way you fooled them crooks the night you found me at the cabin. <laughs> then take them horses of yours. I ain't seen their equal since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. Them plenty good. <laughs> and it was the masked fella's idea for you to go alone after the blasting powder we needed. He figured nobody'd be curious about a redskin. Not right. Then to top it all off, your pa's gone back to see if they've been followed. He don't take no chances at all. Oh, it's not good take chance. You're two of the squarest fellas I ever met up with. You even say you don't want none of the gold for helping me out. No, oh, you you not pay us. Well, I don't know anybody else that'd feel the same about it, except maybe the sheriff. Him and me have been friends for close thirty years. Him, he good feller. He is that. He'd do anything for me, and I'd do anything. Uh, you look, huh? You look there. It's smoke. White friend. Send signal. You, you mean the mass fellas making that smoke? Not right. But what for? What's it say? Outlaw. Feller. Follow. You. We've been trailed. Not right. Oh, golly, just when I was thinking we had things our own way. But them trail us. And there's close to a dozen of them and only three of us. That'd be all right. But what we got... White friend be here But soon. what can he do? There ain't nothing left to do but run for us. Him make plan. But... He's got a plan, you say? Not right. Well, he's done a plenty so far. But if he's thought of a way for three fellas to get the best of a dozen, then he's smarter even than I had him figured. sighted the pursuing outlaws, built signal fires to warn Ben and Tonto. Then he hastily mounted Silver and raced to rejoin them. The outlaws, led by Black Wolf, who had followed the trail with uncanny skill, approached the spot where Ben and his friends had made camp. We're getting closer, ain't we, Black Wolf? What's sign now? Them not far. Good. I could even see the trail myself for the last hour or so. This is the trail the mule trains used to take when old Jake Adler sent his gold to the coast. Mm-hmm. Looks likely there was a landslide somewhere around here that buried the whole shebang. Ben had to have the fool luck to stumble onto it after everybody else had hunted it for years. He didn't find the whole works. He just found that chunk of gold. Well, it must have been a piece that happened to come uncovered. The rest bound to be somewhere close by. Yeah, I reckon so. There, camp. And someone's been here recently. Cut my soul. You can see the ashes. And there's prints all about. Yeah. Here's hoping we see them before they see us. I hope so, but... Uh, who's that over there? I see something. Look where the valley narrow. That must be a path. And by thunder, there's old Ben. Uh, what's he doing? I don't know. But he ain't dodging us this time. Come on, get up there. Get, get on there. Get, get up there. Come on. He ain't seen us. He will in a second. Where's the engine and the mask now? The blazing with them. It's only Ben we got to worry about. Get along there. Get along there. Yeah. We got you, Ben. Who we'll runs for it? I'm holding my gun on you. You found me. Oh, 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 oh. Get away. Let me be. Well, so you figured you got away, did you? <laughs> you know what? So, he's been planting blasting powder. It's all ready to be lit. <laughs> no, ain't that real nice of you, Ben? So the gold is under these rocks, eh? No, no, it ain't. I was only trying. <laughs> Did you hear that, fellas? Yeah. The gold ain't here, but he's setting all powder just the same. Figures he needs a practice, I reckon. <laughs> Smokey, listen to me now. Well, but what I do you think we to... better do, boss? That don't take no figuring. As long as Ben's got the blasting powder all set, we'll just let him light it first. Yeah, uh, I won't. You can't make me. You might just as well, Ben. We know where the gold is now. But I'm not uh, going to just take a look at this shooting iron. Yeah. 
You wouldn't shoot me, would you? You'll shoot if you don't do like I say. Well, then I, I reckon I ain't got no choice. <laughs> you sure have <laughs> Well, you, you'd better go all the way so as you won't be hurt by the rocks when they fall. Yeah, well, we'll be watching. And if you try any tricks, it'll be your last. I uh, savvy. Come on, fellas. Yeah. Get up there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ben, I'll be aiming at you all the time. You better hurry. I'm lighting it right now. <laughs> I'll bet he's a magic and bust. Us finding him. Just when he was all set to uncover the gold. Yeah. Hey, yeah, watch out, fellas. The blast will be going off any second now. Yeah, we're safe here. Oh. 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 Now let it come. Glass went off, and great masses of rock and earth were torn from the side of the hill, blocking the narrow pass. The outlaws watched eagerly, then Hawk shouted, There ain't no coal there. Where'd Ben get to? He ran the other way when he lit the fuse. Then we can't get back the way we come. Rocks filled up the path. And we'll just have to ride on and find another... Blind Canyon! Huh? We're pinned in! We can't go back! We can't go on in the side! You're too deep to climb! We've been trapped. Ben! Hey, Ben! 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 With the outlaws imprisoned in the canyon, Ben Battle grinned and sat down to wait for the masked man and Tonto. Finally, they rode up with the sheriff, dismounted, and walked over toward the old prospector. Are they all in there, Ben? <laughs> Can't you hear him, Sheriff? I sure can. And they don't sound so blamed happy. <laughs> Smokey Joe! Help us get out of here! Keep still and listen. What do you got to say? There's just a few things I wanted you fellows to know about. And the first is... I got some deputies coming to take you fellows to jail. And Ben and the masked fellow found the gold before you fellows ever got here. Ben just pretended to be blasting for the gold so as you could be caught. And maybe if you fellows ever get out of jail, you won't be so darned anxious to go again to Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger? Is that who the masked fellow is? <laughs> you never heard tell of any other hombre that could do what he's done, did you? By golly, I want to talk to that fellow. But I reckon you won't. Huh? What's the... Because he's on his way right now. That's how come I know for sure he's the Lone Ranger. He does what nobody else could do, and he never waits to be sang.
you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. When the western United States was first opened to settlers, gun law ruled the range. The coming of the railroad was a civilizing influence, but it was the masked rider of the plains who did most to bring law and order to the frontier. Astride his great horse silver, he fought crime and criminals through the length and breadth of seven states, and the memory of his deeds will remain with us as long as the memory of the early west itself. Return with us once more to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Davis led one of the most daring bands of outlaws in the West. Ruthless himself, he demanded the same quality in his men. As our story opens, we see them crouched in a clump of trees near the newly opened railroad line. A pile of logs has been placed on the track, and as Limpy steps out of cover and looks toward the east, he says, What's the time, Webb? Most ten o'clock. And that choo-choo train ought to be coming along right soon. It's due now, Limpy. <laughs> yeah. And it's bringing us about $10,000. You figure the Stevens will pay that much cash? Blame right they will. They ain't got no other kin but this young fellow in the train. They're leaving everything we got to him. He'll be worth that much, all right. Seems darn funny they ain't never seen him before. There ain't nobody around here ever seen him. His pa and old Jake Stevens is brothers. But they fought about something while there was a couple of young bucks and 
They never had anything to do with each other since. And now he's going to come into everything they own. Some hombres have all the luck. <laughs> you won't think he's so lucky when he meets up with us. Yeah. What in blazes is keeping that train anyhow? What I'm worrying about is whether the fellers in the engine will see the logs we piled on the track in time to stop without wrecking the train. Don't worry, they'll see them in plenty of time. And another thing. How are we going to know this fellow Ridge Stevens when we meet up with him? We'll locate him if we got to search everybody that's riding the cars. Besides, Lem Rody was a tall young fellow with sort of sandy hair. It's a swell description. <laughs> You'd worry if he had cash in a bank. <laughs> yeah. If I knew you fellas was anywhere around. There's the train. Yeah, you can see it coming around the far bend. Gosh, just think of traveling without a horse. You fellas know just what you're to do? Yeah, we know. Yeah, I got it. Harvin Shorty will hold a gun on the two fellows in the engine. All right. Mac? You and Red will see that nobody gets a shot at Webb and me when we board the train. Yeah. And you, Pete, you'll bring up the horses so we make a getaway fast. All right. Everything's straight, boss. It better be. The fellow that makes a mistake will have me to deal with. Gosh, ain't they going to see them, Lord? Don't be so all fired, fidgety. Keep out of sight, you fellas, till the train stops. You seen the logs, all right? Sure did. Just hold still. They'll be stopping soon. They'll stop right about here. We'll get a board and go through the car. Yeah. Keep your gun handy. We're doing all right. Quiet, you hombres. There's only one gent we're looking for. The rest of you stay where you are and keep your hands in the air. We gotta hurry, boss. Now, which one of you is Ridge Stevens? Come on, speak up. If you don't, I'll search everybody here. I'm Ridge Stevens. What do you want me for? Come here. I asked you a question. And I'm giving you an order. Step up here before I shoot. Try and get me. After him, Webb. Don't shoot. You're only one alive. We won't get away. Grab him. Jump for him. Yeah. I'll give you a hand. I got him. Oh, you don't knock him out. I couldn't help him, Lippy. He hit his head against the seat when he went down. If he's dead, I'll... boss. Honest, he ain't. I can feel his heart beating. He's sure got a bad cut in his head. It ain't bleeding much. Pick him up. We gotta get moving. Here, I'll give you a hand with him. Yeah. Got him? Yeah. Pete draws the horses. They're just outside. Uh-huh. You can throw this fellow across your saddle. All right, boss. Watch out for the steps. I can make it. Wait a minute, fellow. You're rotten to us. Watch many of you. The sheriff will be after you, fellas. Ready to go, fellas? Yeah. You ready, Stevens Webb? I'm all ready. Steady there. Back to camp, fellas. Now get moving. train hold up and the kidnapping of a passenger soon spread. Among those who heard the story was the Lone Ranger, who with his faithful Indian companion Tonto, determined to investigate. In the meantime, the sheriff and his deputies had scoured the country for a clue to the outlaws, but without success. We see the sheriff now in his office at Sioux Rapids. A deputy is with him. You know, Herb, my idea is it was Limpy Davis and his gang that did this job. Don't know anybody else around these parts with nerve enough. 
But why in tarnation did they do it? You got me. Ain't much doubt but what it was Jake Stevens' nephew them outlaws captured. The folks on the train recollected the outlaws calling him Ridge Stevens. But if it's cash them crooks want for Ridge, why in blazes don't they send some word? Jake ain't heard nothing? Not a doggone solitary thing. Maybe it's just that they had something to get him. They wouldn't be likely to hold up a train just for a grudge. Don't sound reasonable. And it's four days since it happened. Maybe we'll find out someday. Someday? By the great horned toad, if we don't learn something pronto, we're going to be in hot water for sure. Jake's so mad he's fit to be tired. Well, you can't blame him much. I ain't blaming him, I'm just... we got a visitor. Come on in. A redskin. Well, I'll be darned. Tonto. Tonto wants me talk. Yeah, what's on your mind? Maybe you tell Tonto about outlaw. Outlaw? Uh, what outlaw? Color stop train. Oh. You got clue? What's it to you if I have or not? Maybe Tonto help you. You know anything about it? No. Tonto not know. What do you make of it, Sheriff? I got a notion. Say, engine. Who sent you here? Friend sent Tonto. Your friend, huh? Uh. Your friend's name wouldn't be Limpy Davis, would it? Uh, That's not it. Sheriff, I'll bet it is. Limpy's smart. It'll be just like him to send the redskin here to find out what we know. You make plenty big mistakes. Yeah? Well, we'll find out about this. Should I jail him, Sheriff? We will if he won't talk. You not jail me. Where's Limpy? Tonto not know. You lie. How would it you pull that? We said to your game and you're going to talk. Hunto, not talk. Why are you... He leave now. Stay where you are. Oh. Shoot him. He's resisting arrest. Well, it. My hand. A masked fellow shot through the window. A masked man? I seen him just for a second. He only hit my gun. Let's get after him. Him and the engine must have been together. Well, they are. Shoot. I missed him. And look at him travel. Now we know doggone well who stopped that train. If it wasn't that masked fellow, I'll eat my boots. The outlaw's camp, it had been discovered that Red Stevens was seriously injured. For four days, he lay unconscious. And then, on the morning of the fifth, he stirred restlessly. Limpy stood over him, watching. Oh, maybe he's coming, too. What was that, boss? Look at him. This is the first sign of life he's shown since we brought him to camp. Uh, by golly, he's coming out of it. Wait. But I... Wait, I tell you. Hey, you. Can you hear me? Uh, who's who's that? He can hear you, Limpy. How do you feel, fella? Uh, help me to sit up, won't you? Here, I'll give you a hand. Thanks. Hey, what am I doing here? <laughs> I reckon you ain't forgetting what happened over to the railroad. Huh? Oh. Uh, what railroad? By gosh, you must have got a bump on your head. I'll be hogtied. Think of forgetting that. I don't know what I'm doing here, but I reckon I'd better be getting home. <laughs> You're a long way from home, fella. Well, hey, that's a funny thing. Huh? Why, I can't recollect where I live. I, 
Can't even remember my name. <laughs> if that don't beat all. Why, your name is... Shut up. Uh, what the... Keep I... your mouth shut, Webb. Jack, uh, well, Jack won't want to be bothered with that now. Jack? Is that my name? Uh, yeah. Come here, Webb. I got some things to say. Uh-huh. Come back soon, Charles, won't you? I got more questions to ask. I'll be back. You just take it easy for now. What in tarnation are you up to, Libby? <laughs> Where do we get where he can't hear us? But I yeah, can't... Yeah. This'll do. What I'd like to know is what you... You nearly spoiled it. Don't you see what's happened? He can't recollect a thing before that bump he got in the head. Sure. But why tell him his name is Jack? Because that's what it's going to be from now on. As far as he'll know, he's an outlaw just like the rest of us. Maybe I'm dumb, but I can't... <laughs> we'll tell him he's wanted by the law. Yeah? This is good. He's the only one of us that ain't known around here by sight. Of course he ain't, but I... Can't you see it? We'll leave a note with Jake Stevens asking for 10,000 cash. Then we'll watch the ranch. <laughs> and when there's nobody around, we'll send this fella here after the money. You mean send young Stevens for the cash that's to be paid for his own return? <laughs> that's just what I mean. <laughs> his uncle ain't never seen him, you know. Well, of all... Why, sure, that's right. <laughs> and if he gets shot... They'll be shooting the fellow they want to save without knowing it. <laughs> Limpy, that's the slickest idea I ever heard. Of. <laughs> the curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Now to continue our story. When Reg Stevens, who was kidnapped from the Sioux Rapids train, recovered consciousness in the outlaw's camp, Limpy Davis convinced him that he belonged to the gang. As our second act opens, the young man and Webb, Davis's lieutenant, are riding towards Stevens' ranch house. Reg says, You know, Webb, I wish Limpy hadn't sent me to collect that cash. Shucks, Jack. There ain't no danger. The boys are watching out. There's been a trap set. They'll give us a warning. I wasn't thinking of that. Well, you'll go through with it, or wish you had. Where is this Rich Stevens we're supposed to be holding? Never mind about that. <laughs> He's took care of all right. And another thing I've been wondering about. Yeah? Are these clothes I got on the same as all that belong to me? Now, that's a darn funny thing to ask. Are they? Of course they are. <laughs> Ain't you satisfied with them? I... I was just wondering... It ain't easy when you can't remember nothing. Well, there ain't much you have to remember. Just don't forget that when we get to the Stevens place and you go in, I'll be outside by the window watching everything you do. Well, I don't cotton to this much. I don't know that I ought to... Keep your mouth shut. And do what you're told. You're in this the same as the rest of us. Yeah, yes, that's right. Well, will these papers I got prove we're holding this Stevens fellow? Uh-huh. Them's what he was carrying to identify himself with when we took him prisoner. Yeah? Well, Jake Stevens ought to have the cash ready for you. Been close to a week since he got the note. I know about that. There's a house now. 
I don't see nobody around. That's why we got word to come. There's only Jake in the house with some red skin and a young fellow about your age. Oh, brother. Oh. Now go on in. If they try anything, I'll be just outside. There's more of the boys in calling distance. I ain't afraid. I'll keep the horses with me. Who's there? I got a message for you. Who are you? I... Let me come in. Well, come in. You got any business with me? Who are these fellas? Why, the Redskins' name's Tonto. And this here is my nephew, Ridge Stevens. What's that? What are you looking so flabbergasted about? Did you say Ridge Stevens? That's mm-hmm. my handle, but... I just come to collect 10000 to turn Ridge back to you. Huh? Are you loco? Say, are you one of the fellas that sent me a note? Saying you had Ridge and wanted 10000 for him? Well, I, I didn't... <laughs> that don't beat all. Because the damn thing I like to see is a bunch of so-called slick crooks get fooled. Fooled? Sure. You grab a hold of some fella and figure he's my nephew. And all the time, the real Ridge Stevens is right here, safe as can be. But we got papers to prove it. They must be the papers I told you I lost, Jake. <laughs> well, young fella, you're welcome to keep them. And you can go back and tell your pards that their little stunt didn't work. I didn't have nothing to do with it. Yeah? Leastways, I don't think I did. What do you mean by that? I don't know exactly. Well, it don't matter none. We ain't particularly I... interested in your alibis anyhow. Now, go on. Get out of here. You mean you ain't going to try and hold me? Shucks, what be the use? We know darn well you didn't come here without some of your friends to back you up. You go quick. Who'd you say the engine was? Told you his name was Tonto. Showed up. You leave now. I'm going. But remember this. We're letting you go this time because we savvy there ain't no use trying to keep you from the law. But if we meet again, you ain't going to be so lucky. We ain't likely to meet. And a good thing. Did you hear what they said, Webb? Every blame word. Get on your horse, Blaster. But it wasn't my fault. Maybe it wasn't. When the boss hears about this, he's going to have your hide. Get up. Get up. Get up. and Ridge rode back to camp and made their report to Limpy. We see the outlaw leader as he questions the two men. Webb, are you sure that the young fellow was the real Ridge Stevens? Boss, I wouldn't swear to nothing anymore. But if he ain't, then I'm a Comanche. What did he look like? He was just like Lam Rodas. Sandy hair and everything. Uh, I don't like any part of this. If I figured I wasn't wanted by the law, I'd quit this game. Uh, you'd quit, would you? Well, I bless your hide. It's all your fault this happened. Because we thought you were... Webb, can't you ever learn to keep your mouth shut? Oh, what's the difference now? Plenty of difference. Jack, you go on over and see to the horses. They just go on, I said. Oh, all right. Now, what's the matter with what I said this time? Look here. What's going to happen if he finds out he ain't a regular member of our bunch? What do you think it'll happen? Just this. We'd either have to shoot him or watch him all the time so he couldn't get away to tell about us. Well, I don't... But if we keep still about what we know, you'll keep on thinking he's an outlaw and stay with us. Well, maybe so. I've been wondering what could have happened. 
The only thing I can figure is that this fellow got Ridge's paper somehow and was up to some trick. He might have been at that. If he weren't, why'd he say he was Ridge when we found him on the train? And how'd he come to have those papers with him? Yeah, that's so. Now we got the whole thing to do over again. Huh? You ain't planning to get a hold of that fellow at the Stevens place, are you? And why not? Hey, Fred, come over here. You want me, Limpy? Come here. What is it, boss? You've been with the fellows that have been watching the Stevens place, haven't you? Sure. You was watching it all the time so we'd know when it was safe to send for the cash. What have you got in mind, Limpy? I was just thinking that while the fellows was watching, they must have learned something about what the folks at the ranch do with themselves. What do you mean? Well, does this young fellow that's at the Stevens place ever go anywhere alone? <laughs> he sure does. Yeah? He takes a ride every day over to that big red hill north of the ranch. Every day? Just like clockwork. He starts out after dinner and don't come back for a couple hours. And that's when we're going to get him. Maybe we can at that, boss. Sure we can. But do you figure it's safe? Why ain't it? You can meet him at the hill, grab him, and beat it. But what if he's being guarded? You just heard he rides alone, didn't you? Yeah, but what I meant was the hill can be seen from the ranch. And maybe somebody's set to keep an eye on him. If it looks like there might be trouble, we'll leave him alone. But if we get him, we'll have enough head start so nobody from the ranch could catch us. Yeah. We can have fresh horses waiting for us halfway back just to make sure. Uh-huh. But what if he rides off and he sees us coming? He don't know us. Why should he figure we're outlaws? Yeah, I guess that's right. Of course it is. <laughs> and this time we'll show Jake Stevens we ain't so easy to fool as he figured. following day, Limpy Davis and his men waited in hiding until they saw the young man ride from the Stevens Ranch. Then, when he drew near the hill, they rode forth to meet him. There he comes. That's him, all right. Just take it easy, like we wasn't going nowhere in particular. Uh Uh-huh. Wave at him, friendly-like. I'll tell you when you get him. He don't seem to suspicious nothing. He's waving back. Howdy, fellas. Now, pull up there, young fellow. Get him, Brad. Yeah, you're going to learn different. All right, Limpy, Limpy, look over to the ranch. There's two fellas riding out and more behind them. Come on, they can't catch us. Come on, get and spur, the outlaws urged their horses forward. But little by little, the gap closed between them and the masked man. Finally, Webb cried, They're almost up to it. Oh, God, I've never seen horses like that. Get up there. Get along, boy. The redskin's coiling his rope. we got to get away from them. The other bunch will catch us. Fire at them. Can't aim right like that. I hope they catch a whole bunch of you skunks. We'll take care of you later. They're firing at us. Maybe I can get that master. I'll take a feet. Oh, yeah. Like that. We got him. The rope. The engine's rope me. Oh, 
While the Lone Ranger and Tonto held the outlaws at the point of their guns, the sheriff and Jake Stevens brought his posse to complete the capture. All right, keep your hands up. Thank you, Sheriff. By God, the masked fellow's scheme worked just like he said it would. I told you if you did like he said, everything would come out all right. And it sure did, Marshal. Marshal? Is this fellow we just captured a United States Marshal? <laughs> yep. And the fellow you took off the train is the real Red Stevens. But what's the idea of... the masked fellow's plan to make you think you got the wrong hombre. And the Marshal rode out here alone every day so you'd try to get him. Limpy, we've been tricked. Boy, the bull Take it easy, Limpy. You're headed for a long spell in jail. Well, come here, Red. Gosh, it's good to see you, Uncle Jake. Hey, I thought you couldn't recollect nothing. I couldn't at first. When I seen my name wrote on the inside of my shirt, and Webb told me them were the clothes I always wore, it set me to figuring. So that's why he asked me that question. Yep. And then I started to remember things more and more. Well, I'll be... Hey, where's the mask, fella? I want to thank him for what he's done. There he goes. Him and the engine both. But I'll be doggone. He captures the worst bunch of outlaws i ever seen. And then he just rides off like it was nothing. just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! <laughs>